Hi, I'm David Gershon, Senior Real Estate Specialist with Coldwell Banker Gundaker Realtors, and I'm founder of 411forseniors.com. Joining me today is Sean Harden, who's an insurance agent, insurance agent with the Chrysman Bear Insurance Agency, and Sean's here to talk about insurance needs that are specific to seniors. Sean, let's uh, start off by talking about that question. What specifically do seniors see as challenges or what challenges do they face when it comes to home and auto insurance? Well, the a lot of the seniors that I've spoken to over the years, because I've worked with quite a few, is everyone wants to save a little bit of money. Um, it's advertised all the time, price, price, price. But when you go out and try to save money, a lot of insurance agents not to even call them unscrupulous, but they'll cut coverages a little bit so that when something bad happens, you don't have any benefit of your insurance. So if you cut the coverage of your liability limit on your auto insurance policy and then you have a bad accident, that can be a bad financial situation for you because you're going to have to write checks. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I try to advise people there's ways to cut some kind of coverage, maybe raise your deductible a little bit which means you might have to come up with $1,000 in the event of an accident, but you're not going to have to write a check for $100,000 for somebody that's been injured. Because if you're a senior, hopefully you've got some money at that point, and bankruptcy is just not an option for you. Mm -hmm. And and I I should have mentioned that you are an AARP authorized insurance broker. Yes, Yes, we sure are. So you have experience dealing with seniors and and their families. Is uh, is auto insurance age-sensitive in any way? Actually, it can be a little bit. Um, The way I describe it to some of my older clients is when you start off, when you're 15 or 16, I'm from Louisiana, and back then it was the driving age was 15, your insurance is really expensive. And then over the next, hopefully, 25, 30 years, it starts to go down. But actually, it starts to go back up again when you're a little bit older, because when you're in your 80s, that's actually, you're starting to have a little bit of decline in your abilities at that point. So Mm -hmm. insurance kind of, the price kind of like a U is how I describe it. And um, there's ways we can help negate that price increase by raising the deductible or doing some other things, combining coverages, a home and auto together with maybe a personal article floater for jewelry or something like that. Combining all those suckers together really does help bring the price down. Terrific. So let's pivot away from auto insurance. Let's talk a little bit about homeowners. So it's a common thing. And as a realtor, I, I understand that a lot of folks like to downsize from a single family home to a condominium or a villa. Um, So what's different about insuring a condominium or a villa as opposed to a single family home? Well, the, when you're a single family home, for the most part, you're not part of any kind of an association. So when you have a condo, there's two insurance policies in place protecting your condo. There's the master policy for the association, which covers the building and then, depending on the association bylaws and the master insurance policy, sometimes they cover the inside of your unit as well. Never your personal property, like your furniture and, and clothes and stuff. But that's why you really have to read the bylaws, or I read them all the time. Have your insurance agent <laughs> read the bylaws, because they're so much fun to read. They're just they're, they're a page turner. You can't put them down. Yeah, well, um, if you're an insomniac, it's probably a pretty good cure. Yeah, yeah, it, uh, it does knock you down sometimes. But um, <laughs> it, you just you have to find where the master policy ends and yours begins because you can save some money right there. Instead of insuring the condo for the full price that you pay for it, let's say $100,000, you might only have to insure it for $5,000 because the condo association covers your unit completely and you don't have to worry about that. So you can save money doing that. 
And then um, there's a couple other coverages that you should have on a condo just because you're part of the association. Um, the, the big one is uh, loss assessment. And uh, what that is, that's, a lot of people aren't even familiar with this. Anytime you're part of a group, that group can actually hurt you. And the fact that it is, uh, if something happens on the property and the master policy doesn't cover the, that incident, they can actually assess a loss to you from the association. So there's actually a famous case where there was a child skateboarding in a condo and he fell down and had bra a brain injury. And uh, there's a big lawsuit from it. And the judgment was like $20 million. Well, the association had a policy, a master policy in place that covered $2 million of liability. Well, the $18 million had to be picked up by the homeowners of the association. And uh, the loss assessment for that was about $25,000 per unit owner. Mm. So that loss assessment is actually one of the small little things. It's maybe $10, $20 a year mm -hmm. that you need to have on a policy. And if you if you go online or have an unscrupulous agent, they may not put that on there. Mm -hmm. I'd rather not sell an insurance policy and make sure somebody's covered properly. So, right. So, well, yeah. and as you get into the specifics of this, everybody's need is yeah, different. Everybody's different, yeah. And nobody likes to spend money needlessly at the same time, making sure that you're properly covered and protecting yourself against potential losses is, is critical. Part of that is an umbrella policy. Yeah, oh yeah. W would you explain to our audience what an umbrella policy is, what it covers, what it doesn't, and why it's important? Yeah, uh, umbrellas protect you from the rain. Oh. <laughs> Well, I walked into that, didn't I? <laughs> yes, the uh, an umbrella policy is uh, is something I try to encourage a lot. Um, I have a lot of people turn them down because they don't really see a need. And what the umbrella does is is exactly just like I said, it protects you from the rain. So let's say you have a terrible um, problem. I mean, I'm not even going to get into the specifics of it, but basically, lawyers get involved, and the underlying policies that you have, they you reach the limits of those policies. Literally, the umbrella policy drops down and protects you. And it covers a broad range of things. So any liability, it's, it's, it's technically called a, a personal liability umbrella. And uh, there's, there's umbrellas for business, but we're talking about you know, personal stuff. And so if somebody tries to sue you and they say, hey, I'm going to come after you for $2 million. You don't have to lose an, a wink of sleep over that because you've got a $2 million umbrella policy that they're going to protect you. Now, the umbrella policy indemnifies you as well. And that means that they're going to pay for the lawyer to defend you and tell the other lawyer to go away. And that alone can actually stop the whole process because a lot of people threaten lawyers because people are scared of them. They mm -hmm. go, oh, well, whatever, I'll, pay, I'll write you a check. Just get, you know, I'm scared of it. But having the umbrella policy through the insurance company pay for it really gives you peace of mind. And they're not expensive either. They're really inexpensive for what you get. Okay, terrific. Well, we've had a terrific exchange here with Sean Harden from the Christman Bear Insurance Agency talking about some of the insurance needs, particularly for the senior community. If you'd like to talk to Sean, how would somebody reach you? Uh, just use the force. I'm a Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> you got to have a laugh whenever talking about insurance. If, well, if, if somebody doesn't have the force and they want something more conventional, uh, how would they get a hold of you? Uh, my cell phone number, I do hand it out all the time, is 314-714-6034. And I, I do answer that except when I'm doing uh, you know, recordings. So. Or watching Star Wars. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for being with us Thanks today, Sean. Me. We appreciate your time and for sharing your knowledge. Sure, thank you. You can do it again. <laughs>